If someone asks you to name a brand of desserts or entrees in your local grocery store freezer section, what brand would come to mind? Welcome to The $100 Heiress, the only podcast that shares with you the raw and uncut journey of what it really takes to go from rags to riches. Prepare to learn how to transform your dream into your reality through hard work and tips that you won't receive anywhere else. So let's get into today's show. Hello, heirs. How are y'all doing on this Monday morning? I've recorded this podcast about three times. I kept losing my voice. So hopefully we can get it through this time. It's Monday. It's a new month. We're in March. And hopefully we're more focused, more driven, more motivated. We're putting all those failures and losses behind. But we know they are lessons learned. So I have another entrepreneur backstory for you guys. I know you're going to enjoy it, especially if you have a sweet tooth like myself. Now, in my opinion, this is a true rags to riches story. So who do you think of when you think of frozen desserts, apple pies, cream pies, pot pies? Who do you think of? Marie Callender. We have all seen that brand of frozen goodies in the supermarkets. Am I correct? If you have never seen anything made by Marie Callender and you are over 21 years old, you have missed out on something wonderful. And I am glad you're listening to this podcast. Marie Callender was, she was an actual woman. She lived in California for the longest. I thought she was just a company that was named after maybe someone's daughter or wife, you know, like a company dedicated to someone. But she was an actual woman who lived in California. She was a poor woman and she loved to bake. So how did she birth the million dollar business? It was pure luck. I know some say no such thing as luck. But I say is luck because she didn't set out to get rich, especially off of bacon pies. She simply answered a help wanted ad by a Della contestant. She got the job and was making pies for the business in her home. Now, her pies were so yummy, so delicious that they became so popular and was the biggest seller at this restaurant that actually was having financial troubles. People were coming in demanding for these pies. The owner then persuaded Marie to start her own baking business and to sell him the pies. I don't know about you, but I don't know many employers that would encourage you to leave their business to go after your own dreams, especially when you are benefiting their business. This is where I believe destiny is bound to happen no matter what. But in 1948, Marie and her husband sold their car for $700 to help fund this business, converted their shack into a bakery, and began making pies. Her only child, a son, would sell the pies to area, area, local area restaurants. In 1986, there was an interview Marie did 
She explained how trying the early days of their business was. It was only them three. It was the mom, the dad, and the son. They didn't have any fancy machines. Marie said that they had three rolling pins, an old oven, and they continuously, tirelessly worked through the night. But all that hard work, they became so successful that within just five years, they were making over 200 pies a day to sell at restaurants. Now, for my heirs out there who are bakers, you know how tough it is to make a pie from scratch. Okay, it's not an easy thing. Imagine 200 and it's just you three. So they did eventually get a truck and a mixer. And her son, Don Callender, he convinced his parents in 1964 to open their own restaurant. And they did. The restaurant just sold pie and coffee for a minute, but the menu did gradually expand to soups and sandwiches and things like that. Now, under Don's smart business tactics, Marie Callender location grew to 146 locations nationwide. I don't believe I've ever seen an actual Marie Callender store, but that would be pretty cool. I didn't even know they existed until I started doing research on her. So there actually are like little stores and things. I don't know if, they, if they're still existing because they sold the business to uh, Ramada Inc. And they sold it for $80 million in 1986. But I think they're still, I think the name still exists. They just sold the business. So also the Marie Callender name was licensed to a major frozen food manufacturer, Giant Conagra. You probably have heard of that, too. But that's some of the reasons why we can still enjoy this yumminess in our local grocery store. We can get that comfy southern home. Well, though she's Californian. She was Californian. But I think of apple pie as southern. And you can enjoy it anytime you want because it's in the freezer section at your grocery store. Marie Callender, she passed away at the age of 88 from cancer. But her name, I mean, her name lives on and it will forever live on. And she will forever be associated with that delicious baked goods that we bring into our homes. This this bio, Marie Callender, it is it is one of my favorite. There wasn't like a lot of juiciness to her story because it really is a rags to riches story. It was a poor woman, just her son and her husband, $700, baked the pies out their home, there is nothing else to add. She didn't get any big investors. She was working for a restaurant owner. A restaurant owner encouraged her to just go on her own and sell her delicious pies to other restaurants. And hard work, preservation, it, she grew locally. She grew locally and then she expanded. It brings me to someone. Um, he's a shark. He's a, the, the, he was the founder of FUBU. I think I'm going to do a podcast on him. Um, but he, Damon, Damon, I cannot remember his last name. Can y'all believe I just went blank like that as much as I watch Shark Tank? But um, he said, don't worry about conquering the world. He said, conquer locally. Focus on local success. And then it will grow. And that's what Marie Callender did. So it is one of my favorite bios of her. Um... So, the, you've heard of your gift will make room for you. 
Marie Callender's gift was the gift of bacon pies, and it definitely made room for her. She stepped out on faith. They downsized their life. They financed their business themselves. And after 16 years, so it wasn't overnight, but after 16 years, they opened their own restaurant. And this empire humbly started just simply from bacon pies. Bacon pies for someone else. (laughs) Then branching out on your own. Well, that's it my ears for this podcast thank you for your support please share this podcast and inspire others that's what i'm here for we all need a little inspiration at times and hundred dollars airs that is my mission so i hope i do inspire you i hope i give you some kind of tip say something that'd be like okay yeah i'm gonna do this whatever you need to sell whatever you need to downsize to make your dream come true and i'll catch you next time ta-ta